Well, welcome to this week's episode of Odds and Ends with Mike Tice, and it's here, the 100th year season of the National Football League started last night, Green Bay at Chicago, oldest rivalry in football, 10-3 game, a little sloppy, five sacks given up by both teams, and you know that's a product of teams not playing their players a lot in the preseason, timing's not there, and practice is one thing. But playing in a game is another, and we'll see how those offenses pick up as the season progresses. There are a couple of games. Well, there's a bunch of games I have some interest in this week and for a number of reasons. And Buffalo at the Jets, I'm really excited to see Buffalo, a team that I think is flying below the radar right now. We know they're going to be good on defense, but offensively, I think adding offensive line coach Bobby Johnson and some of the changes they made up front are going to bode really well for the Buffalo Bills this season. Really good game down in Carolina, the Rams versus Carolina. That's going to be an excellent contest to watch. Let's see what happens. Tennessee goes to Cleveland and see if that hype that Cleveland's been getting all preseason is for real. Atlanta versus Miami, that really could be the game of the week. Both teams run that zone scheme. They're going to have hard play action. Uh, Both teams are going to like to run the ball. Let's see how that one fares Uh, on Sunday. Kansas City versus Jacksonville. Kansas City, can they pick up where they left off last year, scoring all those points, 50 touchdown passes by Patrick Mahomes, and Jacksonville, can they bounce back on defense after a sluggish year last year defensively? Sunday night game, Pittsburgh versus New England. That's always a great game, going to be another great game. Houston versus New Orleans on Monday night. We have two Monday night contests. New Orleans is traditionally a slow starter, Let's see how things uh, happen and see if they can come out of the gate a little bit faster this year. Denver versus Oakland is the other Monday night game. All that drama down in Oakland, but it's time to play football, so we'll see how that game fares. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll be right back with two great guests. We have two offensive line coaches, Mike Solari of the Seattle Seahawks, who led the league in rushing last year, and they're big, and Bobby Johnson, who I just talked about from the Buffalo Bills. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do, this guy says the horse can do, if he says the horse can do. Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson. My next guest is offensive line coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Mike Solari, who's uh, offensive line, if not the biggest, one of the biggest in the National Football League. 2018 number one rushing team in the league, 154.9. We might as well round it off to 155 yards a game. Chris Carson, 222-pound big running back, rushed for 1,151 yards. And that's a good thing because last year the Bengals were 29th in the season against the rush. Mike, how you doing? I hope you had a great week of preparation this week. It's been great, Mike. It's great talking to you. Yeah, the guys are working hard. It's it's, it's outstanding, and we're excited about the season starting up. Yeah, you got uh, the Bengals coming in. They've made a bunch of improvements. They got some guys back from injury. Speaking of injury, it looked like you guys got Dwayne Brown and Mike Ayapati back uh, late this week for some practice time. Hopefully those guys will be available for the game. Who are the seven guys? You know who the seven guys you're suiting up this week, Mike? Well, again, for sure, you know, you know we feel good about Dwayne, you know, being ready to go. And then, uh, you know, Ethan Posick and then Justin Britt and DJ and, and Jermaine. And then also will be suiting up will be uh, Jamarco. So 
those are the guys I'll be suiting up. Jamar, you're talking about the Jones kid, Jamar Jones. Yeah, 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 and that's a big group. Like I said, if you're not the biggest group in the league, you're certainly one of the biggest groups in the league. And how do you feel with your guys matching up against that Bengals front? I know they got a couple guys back from last year injuries. They've had a really good preseason. Can you tell me who the game wreckers are that you're going to keep your eye on and and tell the fans you know who you feel good about matching up against? Yeah, we feel good with our matchup, Mike. You know, the key, you know, with their defensive front, again, they're healthy. You know, they had some injuries last year that really hurt them, you know, losing somebody like a Carl Lawson or somebody like a Glasgow. But, uh, again, in the preseason, they've looked, you know, really strong up front. They do a nice job, you know, starting with the nose tackle Billings. You know, and then Geno Atkins is really a tremendous defensive tackle, three technique. That's powerful, quick. He's really a talented young man. And then uh, on the ends – they have Carlos Dunlap. You know, again, he's got the great length, great size, got some pass rush ability at uh, one defensive end. And they have another young guy from Ohio State, Sam Hubbard, who's really a good football player. He's a guy that stays after you and hustles and so forth. And then the thing that's been impressive about them that, you know, when you're looking at them in the preseason is, is their backups. They yes. have some really nice backups. Uh, Carl Lawson, a guy who got injured last year, and then a big, another nose tackle. They had Billings, you know, the starter, and they also have another guy, uh, Tupu. Who's uh, out of Colorado? Big, strong, you know, three hundred sixty-pound guy, and then Glasgow from Michigan is really a nice player. And then they uh, picked up Win, the Giants, and uh, you know, and they have the talented uh, Jordan Willis, a young guy they drafted high out of K State. Yeah, they have a lot of depth, and I was reading some of the uh, thoughts that uh, the Bengals have, and they're trying to figure out how many guys to suit up. They have they have so much depth that they're talking about suiting up eleven. So that's going to be a great matchup. I really think that with Russell's movement skills and your guys' size and the way you guys can be able to run the football, that's going to give you an advantage as far as you know coming downhill on these guys and then the play action that comes with that. Yeah, Mike, you know that's a big part of our game. You know, is our run game, and then you know the, the uh, run actions that come off of that. You know, and Russell's so talented; he's a great leader, and and he's had a heck of a you know, training camps, so we're excited about the season starting up, that's for sure. Yeah, that, I man, I am too. I'm really excited about it. Can you give the fans a couple of things you think the offensive line must do this week to help you uh, help the offense be efficient, explosive, and uh, and more importantly, to win the football game? Just a couple of yeah. things. Yeah, there's a couple of things, Mike, but the key thing that we know we're really stressed is we got to be smart. You know, we got to do a great job with our hands and uh, do a great job, you know, staying on schedule with the chains. And then, yes. you know, the other things we need to work hard on, we've been, you know, really putting a lot of time into is our pass protection. Mm-hmm. We feel that's an area we need to improve on and give Russell a cleaner pocket. And it's something that we worked hard on in training camp. So we're looking forward to that against, you know, Cincinnati. Yeah, I I, I went out to practice a few weeks ago, as I mentioned to you, and uh, – I'm amazed about how big your guys are, but also also how athletic they are, how they move around. I mean, they move around really well. Yeah, they really do. Dwayne Brown's an exceptional left tackle. I mean, he does a, a tremendous job. And Jermaine is, you know, is much improved. So we're excited about Jermaine, see where, you know, his improvement's taken him, you know, to this position. And then Justin Britt's a great leader in the middle. Yeah, he is. He really is. Uh, can you give the fans one player? One player in your group that has surprised you positively, surprised you this training camp and this preseason. Gosh, they've all done a good job, Mike. I mean, really just can't pick out one. I mean, they've all improved individually. It's just a heck of a unit. The guys, Mike, as you all know, you know, the fans don't really see guys in the classroom, and they do a heck of a job communicating, talking, and 
helping each other grow and develop in the classroom. And, you know, DJ Fluker has been a, a tremendous asset getting him last year and what he brings, mm-hmm. you know, his passion, his energy that he brings to the game. It, it's, you know, to point out, pick out one guy, it's really all of them to improve their game. So that's what's exciting about this season as we move forward. Yeah, I like that. And I like the fact that you already answered my last question. I, I was going to ask you, give me one thing the offensive line has to continue to prove on as the season progresses. And you said you guys have worked extremely hard on your pass pro, trying to keep that clean pocket and try to give that quarterback some room to step up into his balls. And, you know, like you said, what a great talent. What a, it's always nice as an offensive line coach and when you have a good group that takes a lot of pride in doing well and a lot of pride in not only running the ball, but keeping that quarterback clean. Yeah, it is. And Russell's special. I mean, extending plays and what he brings, you know, as a leader of young men, it's just outstanding. It's just great to have Russell as our leader and quarterback of the team. Yes, and it's great to have you on as a guest. And I know it's Friday, and I know you want to get out of the building, get home, spend a little time with your family, uh, enjoy your night, get, get yourself a little bit of rest because I know you didn't get much earlier in the week. And uh, good luck, best of luck this weekend, and I'll check with you as the season goes on. Thanks, Mike. Have a great day. You too, man. Thanks, bud. Bye. Well, welcome back to Odds and Ends with Mike Tyson. My next guest is offensive line coach Bobby Johnson from the Buffalo Bills. They've had a great preseason. Bobby had a chance to play a lot of guys and uh, find ways to protect their athletic quarterback, Josh Allen. Bobby, I hope you had a great week of preparation. How are you doing today? Thanks for taking time. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on. I had a great week. We had a, a really good camp, and I'm uh, really excited uh, to get going into week one. Yeah, Bobby, uh, following you guys all preseason, you played a lot of different combinations. You played a lot of different guys. I think that's such a tremendous uh, thing to have, that ability to get guys in, get guys out, move guys around, and that builds your depth. But tell me, if you can, the seven guys you're suiting up this week and, and who you settled on as your starters, if you're, if you're able to do that. Well, the, we're going to suit up seven guys. There's still you know, a couple things that we want to talk about is that, but the seven guys that I know that will be suited up are Deion Dawkins, Quentin right. Spain, Mitch Morse, yep. uh, John Feliciano, uh, Cody Ford, Ty Nasecki, and uh, Spencer Long. I know those are the guys that have been getting a lot of quality reps, and I've worked a lot of different combinations with those guys, and those will be the seven that that we'll, you know, we'll have. That's a good group too. And you got in that, in that group too, you have three centers, don't you? You got Mitch, you got Johnny yep. Feliciano and Spencer yep. Long. Does he play a little center for you too? Yeah. And those guys have all played, you know, had meaningful center snaps in the NFL games. Um, I've had a chance to, to, to play all three of those guys uh, at center, you know, whether it be stretches of uh, practice and training camp or even in, in preseason games. So that's a, that's a good thing to have. Cause like you said, you, you never know what happens in an NFL game. And that's always one thing you got to have is somebody snapping that ball. Yeah, I would think totally. Absolutely. I know that's the same philosophy I had over the years. You got to go into the game with the ability to have three guys that can snap and looking at it, it looks like you do. I know John being, having John in Oakland, I know John's a, very quality uh, swing guy, backup center, and it's nice to see that he's going to be starting at one of your guard positions. So yeah. you, you, you're playing the Jets this week in New York, and they played at 34 front. They've got a lot of good players on defense, but their front three, uh, 
Tell me who's the game record. I, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but I want the fans to hear it out of your mouth. Yeah. Who the game records are and who you guys got your eye on, who you're going to account for. Yeah, well, you know, it, they're overall as a unit, they're really stout. And obviously, they got a new coordinator in Greg Williams who has a long history in this league of being a, you know, one of the top defensive coordinators. Um, Player-wise, you know, obviously Leonard Williams is a – special player with yep. a lot of ability and a lot of production over his, his time in the NFL. Um, you know, up front also, they got Steve McClendon, who has been a guy who's played in this league for 10 years. And, and I know just talking to my guys and, you know, having played against the jets in the last couple of years, he's a, he's an unheralded, you know, solid NFL guy in the middle that is just gets production, probably name five flies under the radar, but he's solid. Um, so up front, those two guys in particular, you know, the rookie, Quinn Williams, is going to be a guy that obviously you have to account for. There's a reason why he went high in the first round. Yep. Um, C.J. Mosley in the middle, uh, the, the middle linebacker they went out got free agency. Has, you know, once again, in his career, has had a lot of good production. And then probably the best player on their defense is the safety, Jamal uh, Adams. Uh, so those, you know, Leonard Williams, Mosley, Adams, you know, right up the heart of the defense. Right. Those three players are special, special guys. Um you know, we're going to have to, you know, account for those guys on every play. And those are the guys that we're going to have to make sure that they're not the ones that, that, you know, wreck the game for us. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and, and it's usually good for a defensive team when their strength is up the middle and not so much fun for an offensive team. But it, yeah. so, it sounds like uh, you got your, you, your guys targeted. You know who, to, who you have to account for. And I'm looking forward to the matchup. I think it's going to be a really good game. Could you tell, Bobby, the fans – uh, two or three things that you have to do up front uh, this week in order to be able to move the football, uh, create first downs, and, and score points. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of the same thing that, you know, philosophically we, we preach here in Buffalo, but, you know, in particular this week because of what the problems that they provide for us are present to us. Uh, you know, we got to be able to run the ball efficiently. You know, that doesn't mean, you know, you have to put up huge numbers, but you just have to be efficient when you do it. Right. You know, you got to stay ahead of the chains. You know, we got to make sure that we don't have any free runners and we don't have any negative runs. So that just means, you know, we got a hat for a hat and we got to play with good pad level and get movement and make sure that we don't you know, get a body on a body um, and be physical that, you know, you got to, got to do that just to set the tone for the game. Um, big thing is we got to protect the quarterback inside out. Um, you know, make sure that we're, you know, st- stout up the middle, keep the width of the pocket, keep the depth of the pocket and make sure that this kid has time to, to go through his reads and see what he needs to see and, and step into his throws. Um, the biggest thing to me though, that we have to do is we got to be mentally tough enough to adjust on the sidelines mm-hmm. because it's the first game of the season. Right, You don't know what um, to expect. Yeah. You, you think you do. But you, there's going to be something that you didn't quite right. know or you didn't see coming, and, and you got to have the mental toughness as coaches. Um, you got to not be stubborn as a coach. Be willing to say, okay, here's what we need to do, and the players have to be mentally tough enough to go, okay, hey, here's something we're giving you on the sidelines. Here's how we're going to handle this once we go out after this series, you know, the next series. So I think that's probably the biggest piece. That's more of a mental piece. The other two things are physical things uh, that you know, we've been preaching. Now they have to execute the last thing about being mentally tough enough to adjust on side. That's that's going to be the first mental challenge that that that, uh, that the players and coaches have had to really you know 
you know, deal with in this early season, part uh, of the season. And don't you feel, Bobby, that uh, I know you and I have talked about this way a lot of times is when those challenges come with something you weren't ready for, that's when you really fall back on your rules and let your rules take care of the things. And if you just believe in your rules and you, and you put your rules into effect, you can uh, pick up if it's a pressure and you can block if it's uh, maybe a different kind of shade or front than you were getting ready yeah. for, and and your rules will take care of all that. Do you do you find that to be true too? I, I can't agree more. I mean, that's something that you know, obviously, in our time together, you, we talked about a lot, and we believed them, we and we taught the guys we dealt with in Oakland that way, and that's something that's a a big tenant uh, here uh, in Buffalo. That's something that you know, Sean McDermott preaches all the time: is hey, you don't 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 practice blocking looks apply your rules and and that's where you know like i said the sideline adjusting is going to be somewhere hey hey hey, you know yeah we might not have blocked this exact front or maybe this exact look in practice leading up to this but where would your rules take you you know where should your eyes be based on your rules and where should your you know your you know feet be taking you to and and you're exactly right if you follow your rules you can probably you know on the sideline Hey, lead the players to the answer they should should have came up with or should be you know working toward when they're out there when yeah. you know like hey we haven't seen them do this blitz yet well your rules will block it and that's you know I agree with you that's what we got to do we just got to apply our rules and like I said if a blitz comes up that that we didn't maybe uh, card up at one point this week in practice hey guys don't worry it's just this and try to simplify it for them and make them realize that this isn't something anything complex it's just hey. It's just a rule protection. Just block it out. That's right. And that'll give your players a chance to play, like you said, aggressively and smart mm-hmm. and fast. And then oh, you yeah. talked about in the running game, uh, for the fans, would you tell them, you've said run the ball efficiently. Could you tell the fans what you guys use, the Buffalo uses as their efficient marker? Yeah. It's it's real similar to, you know, something like I said, I keep hating – I hate to keep saying, you know, what you and I talked about in Oakland, but it's true. It's like, hey, if we can get four yards or more, you know, on first down with a run, that's an efficient run. Oh, we'd love it, wouldn't we? (laughs) Yeah. If you can get four yards or more, hey, if you can get half on second down, and hey, if you run the ball on third down, you convert. Um, So we really talk about here about playing in the green. And that means staying ahead of the chains. Yes. And, and if you can eliminate third downs. So basically that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to get enough yardage on first down where, Hey, we can eliminate a third down by, you know, then that second down play, you get the first down there. Yes. That's so when that's, you're rolling, Bobby. That's when you're rolling. Yeah. That's when you're really cooking. Like, so like, you know, just the philosophy of, Hey, if it's second and one, go ahead and get the first down then. Don't try to, Hey, well, we're, it's second and one, and we can always go to third one. So let's get, you know, let's get, you know, real cute here and do something to where, hey, we can take a chance. No, just get another set of downs there, you know. And that's where, you know, running the ball efficiently, making sure you stay ahead of the chains, making sure you're playing the green, as we say here. I like that. Um, I like that. That's where, that's what we're trying to do. And and something I know you're gonna love this is, you know, I've been t- preaching to the guys. Hey, if we keep our pad level keep our profit helmet helmet leverage. We got a hat for a hat. Don't go chasing explosive runs. They'll come. That's right. Just just keep plugging away. I, I, I keep telling them guys that you know, boxing, the most effective punch is the jab. It's not the wild haymaker. It's not the swing for the fence shot. It's the jab. You, you keep punching somebody and hey, you, you do it enough, all of a sudden you bloody their nose, you water their eyes. Wear them they down. Don't want to fight anymore. And, and that's really what you want to try to do is just efficiently, methodically, 
and you know it's that you know move the ball to where you're playing in the green all the time. Uh, I'm That's excited. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really fired up. And as you know, I've been following the Bills all all preseason. Got had a chance to talk to you on an earlier show. Had a chance to talk to Bob Babich, linebacker coach, on the earlier show. I'm rooting for the Bills this year, and I think you guys are flying under the radar, which is a good thing. Any surprises uh, out of your group uh, that came out of training camp? Any young guys or even a veteran guy that you you got a little bit more than you thought you were getting when you uh, when you walked in the building? Um, you know what? There's been a pleasant surprise with each guy, but I'll give you, you know, and this is probably shortchanging somebody else in the room, but I'll give you a couple of them. Um, one guy that you and I both know, John Feliciano, and I, I thought I knew exactly what I was getting when I got him here because with our time in Oakland, but this guy has been absolutely phenomenal yeah. on the field, in the locker room, in the meeting rooms. He is arguably our tone setter. You and I both know he's as tough as they come, yep. but this guy is the smartest guy in the room. He's the toughest guy in the room. He's a guy that has great position flexibility the thing I love about him is nothing's too big, nothing phasing because John's a ball player. John's a tough ass, smart ball player. And he can and, catch. And he can catch. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he probably thinks that's the best thing he does, but it's just like the, the, the influence he's had on our room um, and the style of play that he has kind of set for our group has been like I thought I knew and I and I was expecting to get some of what I've gotten from him, but what I've gotten from him has been so much more. And I'm just excited for the guy, and I can't wait to just let him go play on Sunday and just let it loose for a, for a game. He's been the biggest surprise, but I've had another pleasant surprise. Uh, uh, Brandon being our GM, traded for a, a young kid uh, from Philly, uh, Ryan Bates. He's with the Eagles. He was an undrafted free agent this year, right. and we, we traded to get him. And I kind of knew a little bit about the kid because he was the combine and all that stuff, but we get the kid. Uh, like three days before we played Carolina in the preseason. Penn State kid, right? Yeah, Penn State kid from uh, over there just outside of Philly, played at like Archbishop Wood High School, a really good player coming out of high school and had a good career at Penn State. And I get the kid, and I'm like, what are you playing? He says, I'm playing left and right tackle. I'm like, great. Kid's got good athleticism. And then one day at practice, you know, we're playing those stupid human tricks, and somebody goes, hey, can you snap the ball? And he's like, yeah, I can snap the ball with this thick Philly accent. And he rips the thing back. And I'm like, that's pretty good. As a matter of fact, that's just as good as anybody I got. And I'm like, hey, have you ever played some center? He goes, in practice. And then we get in the meeting room. I'm like, hey, you've been here a day. Who do we how, who do we ID as a mic in this protection? He goes, that guy. He goes, and if the quarterback calls this, then I'd make a Zach guy and i make this call for this side. And I'm like, good, you're, you're playing the whole preseason game at center. So the kid shows up as a tackle. And next thing you know, three days later, we're playing him at center. And, you know, we've been there three days and he played, did a phenomenal job. So we get this kid that I don't know anything about, you know, as a trade. And he's been a five hole player since he walked in the door. And he's just, uh, you know, fits the room. He's smart. He's tough. Nothing's too big for him. He's, That's you know, nice. athletics. I mean, he's been a fun sprite because didn't know about the kid until we got him, until he showed up in the building. So uh, I, I think Ryan Bates will be a good young developmental player for us that, uh, you know, can provide some depth, as you know, as you get in the NFL season, you're going to need some guys like that to yeah. come play in the stretch, you know? Well, that's exciting. You know, uh, when I had Matt Burke in Minnesota, he played left tackle at Harvard, and we moved him to center, and, uh, you know, he, he had the wonderful Pro Bowl career that he oh. had at center. Last thing, and let you go, I know it's Friday and you want to go see the fam. 
and uh, get out of the building a little bit. Uh, what, what, what thing, get, just give me one thing for the fans that you've targeted uh, that your group, your group has to get better at as the season progresses, and, and you're looking forward to it getting better each week. Give, give us one thing, Bobby. Well, it's, it's not necessarily a particular technique or a scheme or anything. The biggest thing we got to get is some, some continuity, Yeah. you know, and that's the thing about having a competition go as late as we did is we worked a bunch of combinations, which that has its benefits too. Right. But you want to get some continuity. You want to get five guys playing like one unit yep. and um, we haven't had five playing together consistently and that's where we got to get better and we got to get better fast. We got to get everybody thinking like the same person, the same entity uh, all the time. We got to get them to see everything through the same lenses all the time. And I, I think we're, we're trending the right way. I think we're, I think we do a really good job based on the fact that we haven't been playing together a lot. Um, but we need to, we need to get better at that every week um, for us to be a really good, unit and that's probably the one thing we need to do well i know you're going to do it because i've worked with you and i know how much uh, detail you are how detail oriented you are and uh, such an excellent teacher so just have a great week this week let your rules do the talking uh, say hi to Kristen for me uh, safe travel down in new york watch out for those new yorkers there's a lot of assholes <laughs> a lot of assholes like me down there so <laughs> all right have a good one, Bobby. I'll talk to you down the road, huh? I appreciate it, Big Mike. Tell, uh, tell the family I said hi, and uh, I love being on, man. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Odds and Ends with Mike Tice. I'd like to thank my guests for taking time out on their Fridays, offensive line coach Bobby Johnson of the Buffalo Bills and offensive line coach Mike Solari of the Seattle Seahawks. Two games I'll have my eye on this week, but there's a whole heck of a lot of games out there that I'm going to be watching with great anticipation. That's the L.A. Rams versus the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Minnesota Vikings, and that Houston Monday night game against the New Orleans Saints. Have a great week, and don't forget, if you have any thoughts or comments, go ahead and tweet us at at odds and ends pod. That's at O-D-D-S, the letter N, E-N-D-S, pod. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.